When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Final hour, Harry. A lot of fun today. We try to do it every day. Robin, though, I believe, has got the uh, audience all jacked up on Twitch today, even on Twitter, Harry, which is a cesspool of cow poop pretty much 24-7, Harry. Right, and we happen to happen, happen to step in it every day, every unfortunately. Day. Exactly yeah. right. And it's not as enjoyable as a real cow poop. Yeah. We've determined this already. Okay, so uh, I, let me let me get... <laughs> through this so you step in it and yes. it's exhilarating but it, but it has to then be barefoot you have to then, be barefoot oh yeah. i understand and pregnant preferably and too. then what do you do well then you, you hose it off you, you go jump off. in a stream oh that, that's also workable or in my case it was a canal a canal yeah oh up over in amsterdam no it wasn't amsterdam in holland and it was a yes but in the um, netherlands you know i i i was a country girl i thought you wore wooden shoes over there that we did as well Robin still They're, has wooden shoes. I still have them. They make great gardening shoes. They're <laughs> awesome. Yeah, before they came out with the clog stuff, that's right. what they, they were basically ripping off yeah. the Dutch wooden shoes. Right. Because they really do have wooden shoes over there. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. really do wear them 
we make good use out of them. They're fantastic. <laughs> Tony, um, I know that we don't normally do this because it's against the rules. Yeah. So this is how come we absolutely cannot give a birthday shout out to Colin, nine years old today. Wait, play nine action. years old? Is he over 33 inches tall, though? Uh, I want to know. He would he have did. to be, I would yeah, think. Yeah, I yes. think, yes. Yeah. Can so, he get into the bubble? Does he like bubbles? I like bubbles. I'm going to bring my Mickey Mouse bubble machine out pretty soon, Harry. Crank that baby up again. I can't believe it's taken this long. I know. I got to get new batteries in it. What's 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 the youngster's name? Colin. We absolutely cannot give Colin a happy birthday shout out. Unfortunately, we're really really sorry, Colin. We now, know is this it's your play birthday. Action Real Son? Yes. Well, if those Colin? are the, if those are the rules, why do people keep asking? Not Colin Morikawa. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Colin, nine years old. Is it today his birthday? Today. Sorry, Colin. We just can't say happy birthday to you, man. <laughs> we have strict rules here. Very strict rules. We're in rules. the bubble. We're in the birthday bubble here, Jesus. Harry. Just give him a little something. Just a little taste. Um, my sound option is kaput. It is? Yes. It's just not playing anything. Are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm serious. How about oh, birthday boy. sex? Can we play that? Not Colin Cowherd. And it's Conlon is the couch guy. Mm-hmm. It's not Colin. You know, I've never actually met someone with the same first name as myself. Conlon? Yeah, C-O-N-L-A-N. Yeah. It's very. It's, it's Lithuanian from my mom's side, actually. Really? Is that yes, right? It is, yes. By the way, people in uh, Wings and Diddles is a canal over, the, over in Woodland Hills. No, Robin, when she was growing up in Holland. Because somebody said, did you fall into a canal in Woodland Hills? <laughs> uh, no, I lived right on the canal, as a matter of fact. Not in Woodland Hills? Though. No. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, let's get it back to the hockey. Well, what did you, you do with the hockey yeah, game? Yeah, I don't Robin? know. I don't know. Why well, you keep taking the damn hockey That's game That's probably off. the problem. Jesus. Not Colin Quinn. And not the great Bill. Well, I don't know the great. Unfortunately, he didn't end the great Bill Conlon. Bill Conlon, yeah. His last name, of course. Yeah, he ran into some trouble. Not Colin Quinn, of course, from MTV fame. Yeah, well, my, my middle name is actually Quinn. It's just, it's so Conlon. you're Conlon Quinn Farrell? Farrell. Conlon the Farrell. mighty Quinn not, Farrell. Not yeah. Farrell. No. It's F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Farrell. Farrell. As Irish as you can get. Yeah. Damn right, man. Wow. Meanwhile, we have extended coverage, Harry. Whatever that means. Extending the play. Oh, no, that's the Ryan Rothstein and, uh, and the great John McMullen, John McMullen podcast. Peter yeah. Burns is going to join us this hour from the SEC Network. And I love the people ripping the SEC Network, Harry. Not the network. They're ripping the SEC and the ACC. Well, who are the people, though? The media people, primarily. Okay. The media people who want to play doctor. Listen, I don't care if you have an opinion. That's what we do on this stuff. We give opinions. But it's like... If a, if a conference decides they're going to play sports, mm-hmm. it's their job to immediately denounce them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, don't you have – isn't it your job to cover the sport? Yes. And they're covering the sport. Well, I know. that Part of the covering the sport is talking about the virus and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing, and this conference is out and, and whatnot. But once the season starts – all that stuff is gone. Exactly. And then if certain conferences and teams are playing games, then it's your job to cover the games, exactly. right? I, it's going to be interesting to see because every sport, you know, baseball has obviously been the worst 
they've had the most problems. The Cardinals and the Marlins really set the base book. Because then the, that's what that's what empowered all of these naysayers who the doom and gloomers right. were saying, you know, hey, see, I told you they shouldn't have tried to play baseball. But they're still forging on. Exactly. And so the Cardinals will eventually have a gazillion games to make up. Mm-hmm. The Phillies have games to make up, and the Marlins do. And how they figure it out, that's their problem. Right. And they're the ones who messed this thing up to begin with. And there's probably going to be bumps in the road in the football season, whether it's the NFL or the SEC. You know, they're going to have positive tests. Exactly. Right? And as we mentioned, three NFL coaches, including Doug Peterson here. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Sean, Payton. Sean Payton in New Orleans. And then the latest one is Anthony Lynn, the, the head coach Chargers. of the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. And then people will make the argument, well, you know, there's guys in the NFL that are the 350-pound guy. We're not talking about those guys. But a lot of the modern-day 350-pound guys are not all out of shape. No, they're, I mean, they're physical specimens at 350. They're not guys laying on the couch eating pizza all day 350. Exactly. So right? the point is, if you have underlying conditions, again, I'm just tired of going over this again and again and again. But just because conferences are deciding to end it, that doesn't make them heroes. To me, the commissioner of the Big Ten is not a hero for deciding to shut down college football. Mm-hmm. No. Why is he a hero and the Big 12 people and the SEC people the are the devils? Yeah, right. Again, and they and just didn't even attempt to work a plan out. No, it's I know. Like we tweeted out that picture yesterday of the guy stepping over all the steps. It's like they went from here, no plan, just to, you know, it's canceled. Rather than trying to work with exactly. you know, the 80s, the presidents, all that stuff. It's like we mentioned yeah. the Masters earlier. The Masters has already decided we know it's going to be in November. Mm-hmm. And then today they announced that there's not going to be any fans at Augusta National. The Washington Capitals have scored, ladies and gentlemen. It was a power play. On the power play, I told you. The Islanders keep getting goaded into bad penalties, Harry. And they're letting the Washington Capitals, guess who it was, T.J. Oshie, the greatest penalty shot taker in the history of the National (laughs) Hockey League, Harry. Yes, sir. Is there anybody better than T.J. Oshie? Pretty good. He's a guy that you hate when he's on the other team, but you'd love to have him on your squad, Harry. Mm -hmm. Wow. How about that? So... Pass. No, that wasn't on the power play, Harry. That it was wasn't? even strength. That was even strength, yes. So the, the penalty must have just ended then. Just I guess before it did. the goal. But TJ Oshie, one nothing Capitals, uh fourteen thirty three left in the second period of play. Eleven penalties thus far in this game, Tony. Yeah. And I told you it's the the Washington Capitals are out there saying, Hey, you guys want to be the new kids in town, Islanders? You got a lot of young good players. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to go through us. And they're goading, and uh, Ovechkin's goading guys into taking stupid penalties. And finally, the Capitals uh, capitalized, which is why they were called the Capitals, right. I think. Capital idea. Yeah. It was a power play goal, Tom. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So, power play goal and uh, almost five minutes into the second period Jeez. of play. Tom, do you remember that Olympics game with Oshie beating, and that was back in 2014, I believe, how many consecutive shootout goals he scored? Oh, yeah, he was It was incredible. like six in a row. It was unbelievable. He was a hero for yeah. the Olympic team. Yeah, and that's how he really made his name, Absolutely. too. And he does it in the NHL, too, you know, when they do the shootouts, which is during the regular season when they go overtime. But I'm glad hockey doesn't do it. I'm glad hockey goes back to doing it right. You know, soccer used to do the golden goal, too. Yeah. It was, you know, it's hard enough to score a goal in soccer. (laughs) And then they play an overtime period, and nobody scores, and it's a tie. Instead of having that sudden death. If there's a sport that needs a sudden death goal to decide a game, it is soccer. I agree. And they used to do it in Europe all the time, the golden goal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
and then they got rid of that. Why? Do we have any strapper lines today, uh, Josie? Uh, yeah, we have we have a few of them. Uh, I just wanted to see if you had anything good queued up right now. Uh, well, there's one from Captain Bob. You oh, know. Captain Bob, my favorite lighthouse keeper. You know I love me some lighthouses, Harry. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed on well, the show. Isn't this the guy that wanted you to occupy one of his light- yes. lighthouses? Yes. I was going to occupy Wall Street, and then they said, that's too cold. I'm not sitting outside in a tent in New York. Are you crazy? That hashtag was like oh, 2008 yeah. or that something. That became BLM, and they just keep right. changing the name of it until somebody says, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? TJ Oshie had 10 power play goals in the season, too. No, he's good, man. Yeah. Let's that. go to the strapper line, shall we? Do we have it ready? All right. Here we go. Line. Tony, it's Captain Bob from the Lighthouse in Fairport Harbor, Ohio. Hey, good news. I got sprung from jail this morning after a week in the pokey because my retirement party got out of hand. But that Lighthouse nudity charge, it'll always haunt me. Anyway, you'll never believe who put up my bail. A serious radio executive. They heard me on your show and offered to be my own time slot. Got a dollar more a week than my hero, Tony Bruno. They quickly agreed. But I don't know, Tony. How the hell are you living on one eighty-eight fifty a week? I'll get back to you, but I'm not thinking but I'm thinking of saying no. Even little Fairport Harbor, one eighty nine fifty won't cut it. Gotta go. Time for Captain Bob to Windex at big ass searchlight. Talk to you. There he is, ladies and Captain Bob in the White House. I love his presentation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see him in the light. Yeah, I could too. I could see him up there with the Fresnel lens going around slowly. Windexing. Mm-hmm. Slowly the, it turns. Windexing yeah. the light. Now, what do you think he's uh, facial hair? No facial hair? I don't think he don't looks know. like uh, the Gorton's fisherman. I don't think you use Windex on that, though. You no, go, that's you a Fresnel lens, Rob. And I've shown you some of the great you go I'm hot reading water. what he said. Yeah, I know, I but know, I, I, I'm saying I'm suggesting you put vinegar in hot water. And yeah, exactly. I think yeah, otherwise yeah. it gets cloudy. Yeah. Exactly and then you right. wipe it off with newspaper. Yes. That's how you do it. Exactly right. But, uh, so Gordon's Fisherman or Howard Eskin? Since Howard's got the, uh, the you know, quarantine beer going. Or does he still have that? I haven't seen I a picture of I don't know. Did he finish bit. his walk? I, I know he was getting near the end. I think he's somewhere in Florida. <laughs> I think Captain Bob definitely at least has to have, like, a porn stash going, right? Yeah. You would think. You would yeah. think. It's hard to tell because, you know, you see people, you hear people, and you never really – you, and then when you see somebody after you hear them for a long time, well, that's and they like, look nothing like they sound. That's like people when they when they meet us. Exactly. You, know, people, yes. you meet people in radio. You're like, man, you don't look like you sound. Or, exactly. Except me, though. Everybody says I look no, like I sound. No, prior, oh, yeah? to, prior to webcams and video. Those were know, the good old days. Yeah, oh, prior to webcams and I don't videos. know how many people, because we started doing the webcam um, in Fox Sports Studios. I started doing the webcam in my apartment well, way yeah. back but in the day. People, you were, you when were they, on Cam Soda back then. Exactly when they right, tuned in for the first right. time, there were several people that thought that you were a large black man. Yes, indeed. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. They were very surprised. I was in my 20s, and people thought I was like a 40-year-old black dude who weighed wow. like four bills. That's you racist. The deep voice. I sounded black. But as Joe Biden said, you ain't black. I did not start chat roulette. No, I did not. <laughs> chat. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, Tony Bruno, the great Peter Burns. Peter Burns. That sounds like a bad porn name. It does. 
And I know yeah. it. We'll discuss that. I mean. And college football, too. We'll cover it all for you, so stick around. Before you play your next round of yeah. golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Hi, it's John Taffer from Bar Rescue. Did you know the second building in America was a tavern? When I built my new restaurant franchise concept, Taffer's Tavern, I thought back to the roots of what makes a tavern a tavern. Timeless character. All while delivering an unbelievably delicious food and beverage experience. That paired with my 40 plus years in the industry provides a clear roadmap to success. Do you have what it takes to be a Taffer's Tavern franchisee? If so, I'd love to hear from you. Visit franchise.tafferstavern.com. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. The Tony Bruno Show. So we found out that white bros in the bubble are doing the beer shotgunning. J.J. Redick and some guy named... Uh, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. I yeah. thought that was an electronics store in Indiana. <laughs> Go to Myers Leonard today and get yourself a brand new 75-inch plasma. 50% off on VCRs. <laughs> Harry, it's it. Myers Leonard. His prices are insane. Catch new episodes of the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your... Beautiful. And I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. 
Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. What up Wednesday? What up? In full effect. Crazy weather around the country, really hot on the Bay Area, Harry, where it's not normally hot in August, 100 degrees out there. You know, we had a lot of hot heat and humidity here, a lot of thunderstorms going on, tornado warnings. Been a crazy, well, the whole year has been crazy, let's be honest. No doubt. But uh, we're going to talk some college football, Harry. You know what I'm saying? My headphones blew up in the... Uh, Robin blew something up last week, and now we just had an unfortunate little. Uh, you know, I'm wondering. I wonder if it's the electrical storm that we had earlier that, no idea. that kind of blew something out. It's weird. It's bizarre. Um, but we will be getting Peter on in just a minute. Yes, Orange County, California, has declared the 2824 National Kobe Day out there. Makes a lot of sense, Harry. Number well, yeah. eight and number eight, twenty-four. Number, eight and number twenty-four. And did you see the, the, the note about Shaq? You know, Shaq has a shrine to Kobe Bryant in his place. You know, he had all the arguments about those guys didn't get along. And I was out there during that entire era with Shaq and Kobe when I was mm -hmm. in L.A. for those 11 years, the entire era. And there was always that. And it's interesting because you have some of that in other teams too. Yeah. But, but the bottom line is when it came time to play the games – those guys they were on the went same out there page. and did their thing. Yeah, they were. wasn't it sort of like a big brother, little brother kind exactly, of thing? Exactly. Mostly. That's what it was. You know, at the end of the day, Shaq, and I hate to use at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, you know what happens. It gets dark. It gets dark. You go to gets, bed. Yeah, and then you get fall, and then it gets dark too early, and then you get pissed off, and you get bummed you out. You get depressed. Exactly. And i got to put my sad light on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Didn't Penny and Shaq kind of have that a little bit in Orlando, too? You know what I mean? Where Shaq wanted, like, was the main guy, and then they drafted Penny Hardaway, and they kind of were on the outs when he signed in L.A.? No, because L.A. was different. Because Orlando, you don't have that kind of media attention like you do in L.A. Right. Yeah. Or in the New microscope. York or yeah. in Philly. You know, and so when Shaq and Kobe, uh, Shaq and, uh, and Penny, and I remember because Pat Williams was the GM, and he hit the jackpot back-to-back -back years, remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. People like, oh, Orlando. And I remember doing my shows when I was at ESPN inside the – Disney uh, the, or at the Disney Boardwalk complex down there where there was a studio for ESPN Radio, mm -hmm. and Pat Williams would come over. And I remember when Shaq was there, and the old talk was, well, Shaq's going to leave. He's going to go out and play for the Lakers. And Pat and all the people are like, no, there's no way. Why, why would Shaq go out to L.A.? You know, he's got everything here. He's the, he's the face of the franchise. Now he's got Penny Hardaway, back-to-back -back years. And so, you know, the lore is it's Orlando, great area, but L.A., is where you want to be if you want to do all the, the be a big star and the TV yeah. shows and all the other stuff. And so that's what happened. But Shaq is one of the great guys of all time. He's not just a great player, one of the greatest players. 
He's just a great guy, just like Charles Barkley and many of these other athletes. Now, do we have Peter on the line? Yeah, we do. Do we have him on the zoom, 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 and the boom, boom from the windows to the wall? Oh, I like that. You're wow. an echo chamber. You got reverb in your own studio there, man? I think that's my, maybe that situation. I don't know. We're trying to figure out. Let me let me mute the Zoom and get you on the call. How about that? Is that better? Did yeah, you? it sounded fine. Sounds I great. just said when you said from the window, when you started dropping. Uh, to the wall. From the windows to the walls, which is Peter and I have a lot. That, that song is very important to the two mm-hmm. of us, as you know, Harry. Maybe. Me and you, some dingy Super Bowl party in Houston, Texas, baby. It was like 15 years ago, pre-COVID, pre, uh, pre, back, back when the Big Ten used to play college football. Exactly uh, right. Bruno, Before they became wimps like the Pac-12. The good old days. <laughs> the good old yeah. days. We can stay out all night and go right back on the air back in oh, the day, yo. With Andrew crazy. Siciliano and, of course, I told you the best parties, Harry, Houston and Detroit. People always ask about Super Bowl parties. Mm-hmm. Houston and Detroit, you wouldn't think would be great party towns. Super Bowl parties, awesome in both of those cities. All right, Peter, a lot of people are ripping the, the Pac-10. I'm one of them, the Pac-12, uh, the Big Ten, wusses. Give it up to the Big 12 today. And Bob Bowlesby, your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Bob Bowlesby came in and just said, listen, we listen to the student-athletes and what they want to do, and obviously they want to play They want to play college football, and we're going to do everything we can to make it safe right now, Tony. And I think the, probably the most frustrating part of all of this um, that I've heard even from Big Ten people, from Pac-12 people, not just myself as a big SEC fan, is that why, was, why were you so quick to pull the trigger now, to make this call now? Like, didn't you owe it to your student-athletes to say, hey, we're going to take some time, we're going to at least gather all the information. We're going to have these students back on campus. Let's, let's monitor this. And, oh, by the way, NFL training camp, Tony, it, it opens up back on, on, on August 17th. Like, wouldn't you at least see, hey, how the NFL handles it before making this huge monumental decision? Because, Tony, if, you're, if your threshold for this is that small of canceling in the fall right now, a month before when you're scheduled to play, it ain't going to get any better come October or November or even January. So you're, in essence, probably going to cancel spring sports as well. Exactly. We were just talking about the Masters today, deciding that we know the Masters is in November. Now they're saying they're going to, they're going to have no patrons there. Why would you need to make that decision now when you're talking about November? It, 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 it's baffling right now. And it really what it comes down to. And I, I, almost, I feel like the Masters is almost like in its whole different type of spectrum as well, too, just because of the way that they handle their patrons. But, again, uh, it, it, it's evident that the Big 12 made a huge decision today because had they flipped and said, listen, we're going with the Big 12, Pac-12, Pac-12 as well, or Pac-10. Uh, now, now you got me confused on which one it is. Pac-12 um, and Big 10. Yeah, had they gone with them, I, I think it would have been a little bit tougher for the SEC and the ACC to say, well, hey, we're going to still keep going down this road. But now that these three conferences have done it, they're all going to push back to, I believe, 926 start date. They at least are going to give it a go. Um, and that's more so than the Big Ten and the Pac-12 say right now. Now, what happens uh, with a, t- a school like Nebraska, who obviously wants to play football, their coach is adamant about it, uh, you know, would they be – the Big Ten says you can't leave the conference and we're not going to play football, so therefore you can't play football. Where, where, where do you see this going? Uh, I, I don't see it anywhere. I mean, at first when Scott Frost had said, listen, we want to play and we'll play anybody anywhere, I kind of felt like that was just posturing, you know, the same way with Ryan Day when he came on the College Football Live with me saying, listen, 
he begged and pleaded for them to postpone the season and not cancel it, just give me a little bit more time. And so I do believe this is showing their frustration. But when it comes down to it, the reason why Nebraska left the Big 12 is because they got a boatload of money to, to, to go to the Big 10. They were making something like 50-some-odd million dollars per year, and they don't get that buyout. So, again, I mean, you know, you, you, you moved. You know, you got divorced because you thought that, that, that was the better-looking wife over there. And all of a sudden, well, you can't just go running back to the old wife because you're getting a pretty big paycheck for uh, the Big 10 collection. Peter Burns with the hat on backwards, chilling on his day off. Mm. Now you took I was your at, dad. I was at the lake. I was at the lake today, TV. It was nice, man. I, I, I was going going for that uh, that good lake look. Today. Lake Norman. Uh, lake Wiley. But how oh. about you knowing Lake Norman? Hey, Pretty man. solid. Harry's a redneck. Yeah, he's a redneck. Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't even broken into my SEC uh, no, your Alabama accent. accent, man, from down there in Tuscaloosa <laughs> in the town with Shook Jordan, Ralph Shook Jordan, and Bear Bryant back there. There so, you go. There you go. that ball to Johnny Musso. Just keep pounding the ball with Johnny Musso up the middle, baby, in the wishbone. The wishbone's coming back, Harry. I guarantee it, Peter Burns. What next, Tony Nathan? Tony Nathan, <laughs> Richard Todd, yep. Jeff Rutledge, some good old – Alabama football back in the day. Hey, get, get, hey as long as you got John Hand on that offensive line, oh, and, you got, uh, and you got Joe Namath there, we're in pretty good shape. And so Snake Stabler and all the other greats, man. Pennsylvania <laughs> boys going down there. Joe Namath, Kenny Stabler. Oh yeah, it's good stuff right there. Rooting at Lake Norman, right off Route 77, down there. Mm. Now, were you fishing? What were you doing? Snorkeling, fishing? Well, you're not snorkeling in a lake. What were you I, doing? I, 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 I'm trying to find my soul of if we're going to have college football. I was trying to find myself at this point. Now we had uh, – I took the wife out there, so we got a boat. So we went out there and just honestly wanted to get away. And I'm not joking around about that, Tony. Like, I needed to get away. Like, it's been so stressful over the last, what, six months. And then yesterday, you know, I get back on uh, on television. I'm doing college football live. I'm like, I'm juiced, man. I feel, I feel great. In fact, I talked about it uh, on, on Twitter about how – Happy I was to be back at, at, at work because I'm just a sports fan, man. I won a, I won a contest on your show back in 2002, and it changed my life. And I'm like, I'm back doing what I love. And then we see all this news yesterday, and it, it affected me. And if it affects me mentally just covering the game I love, it's got to just be brutal and just absolutely killing these kids who have worked their ass off to, to, to play football this year. Are you getting a lot of the uh, sanctimonious sports writer types who uh... – who get mad when, like, the Big 12 commissioner says well, the kids want to play or, the, you know, the SEC because they're, you know, they're the bad guys. They're putting kids in danger. But the Big 10 and the, and the, Pac-10, and the Pac-12, they're doing the right thing by our kids. Yeah, I mean, I think there are some people at, at, at some point that just they want they almost want to be right, Tony. Mm-hmm. Like they almost want to have this. I told you so. Yep. But at the same time, I don't think it outweighs the fact that they all realize that, listen, if college football goes away or sports goes away as a whole, I don't know what they're going to do for a living as well, too. So, I mean, they, they try to seesaw this way of being pragmatic and, and understanding it. But at the same point, they realize, listen, what, what the hell are you going to write about if there's no college sports? And, and really, with the Big Ten's decision and the Pac-12 decision, there's a trickle-down effect. You might not have college basketball in those conferences. If you don't and other conferences decide not to, what happens with the NCAA? I mean, and what happens to... I don't know, probably 200 athletic departments when they don't get NCAA money and now they're not going to get football money. Well, what about the the idea that these uh, 
athletic departments and, you know, the ADs aren't as worried about the actual virus as they are empowering the players, you know, or maybe, maybe yeah. you know, making it this the, the sort of the tipping point for breaking up the NCAA. Yeah, I, I, it's a great point because I've had that floated a couple times too. I think that they understand, Harry, that they're close enough right now to granting name, image, and likeness. Now, that's coming, right? Next mm-hmm. year, kids are going to play college football, if we ever play college football again, they're going to get an opportunity to sell their autograph or do camps or something like that. Mm-hmm. So where I do think it'll be balanced a little bit more. And I don't think it'll be 100%, but it, it, it at least will be balanced to where they can have free market value on their name, image, and likeness. So I don't know. I don't, I don't buy this. I think what it came down to is liability. And I think the Big Ten and the Pac-12 says, listen, we just don't want that. We don't want that liability just in case something happens. But here's the deal. You're talking out of the both sides of your mouth because – Guys, at this point, the you know the Purdue president says, "Hey, we're shutting down football," and he votes that way. I assume he voted that way. And then at the same breath, he's like, "We're going to welcome in a record amount of 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 students on campus in 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 person." So right. which way is it? Like, you care about the kids, or do you care about the football players? That that's the big question right now. Now, by the way, our Twitch our, our Twitch followers are they're they're not kids. They're adults. Remember, they're 18 years old. They're adults. Yeah. So stop I'm, I'm, stop I'm, calling hey, listen, them I'm, kids. Stop. I'm, I'm, Come on. I, I'm an old-ass man anymore. Everybody's a kid to me. Don't even. Exactly. damn right, man. Hey, <laughs> I'm not even 18. I, I'm, I'm not even looking at 18-year-olds. I've got 21. Good. I don't, do not do not. <laughs> That's look good. At, even though 18 is, a, well, in some states, you know, like 14 is the age. Yeah, don't even say. get done. But I'm not going there. No, I'm not going there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Peter Burns in the SEC Network. Now, uh, we had Tim Brando on, and I know you liked him, and he was really yeah. going off the other day. Because Tim and I go back, and, you know, when I was at Sporting News, and he was uh, all over the BCS, and he had the countdown, how many days the college football has been held hostage by the BCS <laughs> bozos and stuff. And so it's, it's funny because Tim obviously loves college football. You love college football. You guys do this for a living. And so a lot of people like you and Tim who are passionate about wanting to see football again doesn't mean that they want people to go out there and put their lives in danger by playing games that's the difference that people there's no middle ground it's either you want kids to go out there student athletes to go out there and risk their lives or you don't want these kids need to be they need to need to stay home or they need to go out and play no matter what like jerry jones said we're going to play football and we're going to play it in our building and we're going to have our fans there Tony, I, you know, I'd be interested as well, too, because it, it was funny how this whole thing, the timing of everything works, right? Because remember, the player, these players put out this Players United, and the Pac-12 was the first to do it. And then right after that, after that the NCAA finally spoke up, and they said, all right, we're going to tell, we're going to do two rules. We're going to pass two laws. One, if you opt out, you keep your scholarship. Well, everybody was already doing that. So the NCAA didn't really have to do that, right? But the second one was the liability waiver. They said, hey, listen, we're not going to force anybody to do it. You can't sign a waiver or whatnot. I wonder, had the timing of this been different? Had the players spoke out early saying they wanted to play college football, would the NCAA have still said, all right, we're banning waivers at that point? Because I, I do firmly believe that had the players spoke out earlier, then the NCAA wouldn't have acted upon that. And the players could have said, listen, we understand there are risks. You understand their risks. Here's what we want. We want these protocols to make sure we're safe. And 
uh, we, we, we will sign this liability waiver, but it never got to that point. So my question is, if you don't think their college football is going to be played, if you don't think basketball is going to be played, is it time to rip the Band-Aid off, off the NCAA and say we're going to do our own, own thing, and if you want to play football like you said you do, you're going to have to sign this waiver. I don't know if that would be the case, and, and, but that might be the Hail Mary down the road. Now what about, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, and everybody's talking about it, is if the Big 12 and the SEC and the ACC play, and then all of a sudden the Big 10 sees this mm-hmm. and the Pac-12 sees this, can they opt mm-hmm. back in or will they look like total strappers? And they're, they're, they're done because at that point now, you know how it is, Tony, in, in the world we are today that I firmly believe that everybody's going to dig their heels in and admit nothing and deny everything. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, they, they I don't say that they pull against success of that because nobody's going to pull success against, you know, kids, you know the student athletes, sorry, of, of being safe. Um, but I, do, I don't think that they would, they would change their mind. I don't think that they would look at it. Now, I don't know how they're going to play spring football at all. I mean, Reese Davis went off on that yesterday, and he was right. Like, you can't, you can't say that it's all for the student, you know, athlete safety and say we want them to start playing in February and then, oh, by the way, have a small off season and start right back in August. Right. Like, got, I, don't, I don't know how that's feasible. Right. You're going to ask them to play 24 games in, like, a 10-month stretch. No. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, it's not feasible if you truly care about student-athletes. No. Right. The other interesting thing is now we're looking at bowls. You know, there's, there's not, there's not going to be enough teams oh. playing to fill up all these bowl games. I'm going to be devastated <laughs> at the holiday time, Tony. <laughs> How about this promise? You play football, you get a ball, and you get yeah. a ball. <laughs> there'll, be no more, get a ball. there'll be no more Belk Bowl in Charlotte, exactly, man. You know, man. And you hey, get a way, ball. The, hey, hey, respect it, though, Harry. It's no longer the Belk Bowl. It's the Duke Mayo's Bowl. Oh, that's respect. right. That's right. That's right. That's a new sponsor. That's uh, right. We, we broke it down. We talked du- about yeah, that. Duke Mayonnaise yeah. is the third most popular mayonnaise in America. <laughs> I, I, and I did not know that. I'm a Mayo fan. I will say this, though. A couple years ago, I used to rip the amount of bowls that we have. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, that's, it's just, come on. Like, you're right. Everybody and their mother gets a bowl. And then, like, having worked a little bit more in the background and see some of these kids that, listen, they win seven games. It's not great, but they, maybe they've never been to a bowl game before. And, and just to see some of these kids' life change and stuff like that, like I, I, maybe I'm just getting old and soft in my old age anymore, but I, I actually, I'm actually okay with as many bowl games are just now because I'm like, hell, I just want something more to gamble on. Yeah, yeah well, that's the only reason. Well, me too. That's why, that's why you and Harry, that's why bowl games exist. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of the biggest bowl game haters no, I know. of all time. You and I have always gone at, gone <laughs> at it about that. Man. I always looked at it from the coach's perspective as you get two or three more weeks of practice. You know? And that's all it is. Right. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a huge bonus. And mm-hmm. you go back to looking at LSU last year. LSU, everyone says, oh, you know, they, they played so great in the fall. It's a bunch of BS. Where they really installed that offense was the bowl practices for the, 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 the previous year in spring. LSU won a national championship last year in spring football. And, and that's really where you really install your offense. All you do is just kind of get it clicking come fall time. Hmm. Beef O'Brady Bowl, we're getting a lot of good ones down there in Tampa, the Beef O'Brady, and, of course, of course, the, the old school ones that they should bring back. Well, like still the Pool and Weed the Eater Bowl. Pool and Weed yeah, Eater Bowl. One of my the favorites. The Gasparilla, what was the big dad? Uh, bad Boy Mowers. Bad, bad Boy, boy Mowers. Yeah. And don't forget uh, some of the other great And the ones. Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl. The Astro yeah. Blue Bonnet Bowl, but there was no sponsorship uh, tied there. Was it Blue Bonnet uh, Butter? Blue Bonnet was well, margarine. Margarine, yeah, that's it was right. Margarine. The Blue Bonnet Margarine. 
the ones when you're going margarine, you're going way old school. How about this old school, the uh, the Bacardi Bowl that was played in Havana, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the 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 one of the teams that played had to leave like before got they got arrested because they almost got in fights with the officials in the game. Like they almost had to have like an extra uh, you know extradited out of Cuba back in back in the day for the Bacardi Bowl. Did wow. they play where the where the party at? Where the Bacardi yeah. at? You know, they probably had too much 151 right there. That's where they make no, – this made in, in Puerto Rico, Bacardi rum, not in Cuba. It is? Yeah. The Bacardi yeah. factories in San Juan. And why are they well, doing the Bacardi Bowl in Cuba? 151 is just not a good choice. Like, just back down the – I don't need 151 proof. I've got some bad college days back in the day. Like, nobody needs 151. And when you can light it on fire, it's a bad life choice. Yeah. By the way, the Islanders have scored and have tied up the yeah. hockey game. Now. You know – you know, that uh, that Bacardi Bowl was yeah. Auburn's first bowl game. Did you know that, Peter? No. I, yeah. I, I, I knew there was some type of SEC, and I think if you dig into it, there was something with the officials in Auburn. So, again, I there's something that happened uh, in oh, that dude. game that was a little bit sketchy back in the day. Auburn played Villanova in the Bacardi Bowl in 1937, January 1st, 1937. That's before my time there. Wow. The, the first one was LSU against Havana in 1907. There it is. Wow. See, can you imagine a bunch of Cajuns going down there to uh -oh. Havana to play in a, in a game? I, I think the winners all got a 57 Chevy all souped up, man, and in mint condition. You know, they love that over there yeah. in Cuba, Harry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the old school cars. And, and, and uh, our people are saying, you can't have the Citrus Bowl without UT. Oh, well, that was, that was Spurrier's famous you, quote. Exactly right. <laughs> Where, did you see, hey, hey, did y'all see Spurrier this week? Spurrier no. came out today, uh, yesterday, and he says, well, okay, looks like uh, just uh, SEC and ACC. Well, those are the only two teams that play for championships anyway. No. So, uh, wow. <laughs> I love that guy. He's, he's right about that. He's fastball, man. He's great. <laughs> the Freedom Bowl in Anaheim, and, of course, uh, what was another? The Weiser Lock Copper Bowl, Harry. Oh, That's nice. That's a good one, yeah. Was that in Arizona? I, think? I don't even know where it yeah. was. Where would you have a Copper Bowl? Well, Maybe uh, Utah. Tom would have a Copper Bowl. Well, yeah, he's got, a, yeah. he's got all kinds of bowls. Exactly. Yeah. So are we going to have <laughs> – are we going to have college football? We've been asking this question now, and now it looks like college football of all the sports is the one that's in danger, in the danger zone of not being played. But I think these conferences that are going to play are really going to, I hope, because I don't know, just like these people who say that they're all going to die don't know, I think this is going to really, really cause a big rift in college football if these three comp major conferences play. I guess the Sun, yep. the sun Belt's going to play too, right? From what I at this point, yeah, and Conference USA, I know, was talking about it as well, too. Old Dominion had, had said they didn't feel comfortable. They were not playing. But, you know, like Charlotte and UTSA and stuff like that, a part of Conference USA, they're still trying to decide right now. But, uh, I mean, here's the deal. Kids are getting back on campus right now, Tony. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to monitor, hey, listen, is this just out of control? Are there outbreaks left and right that we just don't feel comfortable? We can't mitigate this, that we're out. Um, and so I think that you're going to know that within 10 days. When these kids get back on campus, they're going to realize, hey, listen, is this doable or not? But I would tell you this, every single one of the coaches that I talked to, especially in the SEC, were pissed off because over this whole, whole deal, all their kids have been unbelievably responsible. They've done everything they wanted to do, everything or everything they asked to do, and now you're just going to pull that away from them? And, and, and listen, there's a lot of people outside of the SEC 
that have said, man, I wish Greg Stanky was our commissioner because of the way that he's just preached patience. We're going to wait. We're going to find out more instead of just running to the hills and being scared and, and, and canceling this thing early. No, I hear you. And again, common sense. If you do it right, other sports are doing it. Soccer just finished. You know, football's about to happen. The NFL, we'll see what happens there. But the bubbles obviously work, and we don't know about a bubble. They're going to say the bubble now. They're saying bubble in baseball for the postseason if they're going to do that. So we'll see what happens. What does Paul Feinbaum do if there's no college football season in the SEC? He'll come on this show. (laughs) Not touching that one, boys. Not touching that one. I mean. Nope. Nope. Not touching it. I love Paul Feinbaum. I know. So do I. Paul's my, boy, Paul's my boy, but then I, then I started thinking, like, is he going to become a kale farmer? Is he, you know, I mean, there's just so many opportunities. You know, Paul, Paul, Paul's, Paul's a unbelievable work of art, man. He is, uh, and you know what? Couldn't be a nicer guy, too. I think everybody thinks that they're scared of him, and it couldn't be a nicer dude. He's going to come on the show. He was supposed to come on earlier this right, week, but right. he's been jammed. He and I've never it. met the guy, but I obviously love his stuff. And then Robin told me, that uh, he wants to come on the show because he's a fan. He said, yeah, well, Ryan was the one that reached out to his people. Mm -hmm. And when he found out that you were requesting he would come on, he wrote back effusively like, oh, my gosh, Tony is my idol. I love him so much. I want to come on. I I want him. I I definitely want to come on the show. We don't deal with false idols. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) But he could he could only pre-tape and we were having a hard time arranging that. Now, wait, did you have Robin, going forward, can I just can I have a person like Feinbaum's got people that you have to contact instead of direct? Can I just can I give you like some rant, like my neighbor's number and we exactly. can start going booking these things so that way I can say I have you got to go through my people. How about your wife? Well, and you have can, a co-op you on the can boat try that. But and you have, no, have Robin call your wife on the boat out on the lake <laughs> and then go through her. You but this I mean? is, little secret is that as soon as I manage to get around the people, I never use the people anymore. No, why would you use the people? Yeah. Uh, just, I want to have people to say I have people, not to actually use them. That's correct. Now, last thing, did you wear a mask on the boat? Were you safe out there? Did somebody shame you when you were out with your wife on the boat yesterday? On the uh, I, did not, I, did, I did not wear the mask, uh, you know, no. But it, it, is, it is interesting. About a week ago, because everything here in Charlotte is still, you got a mask. I got shamed for wearing a mask. I thought, you know, I thought it would be the opposite that people would shame people not wearing. I got shamed for wearing one. So, hell, Tony, I, you know what? I, here's the deal. If it brings me one tenth of a percentage point of getting me closer to having college football, I don't give an F anymore. I'll do it just so that way I can watch what I want on college football Saturdays. That's the least I can do for college football. Mm. I'm all in because I need it in my life. Speaking of shaming, Peter, um, Dean on Twitch says that uh, we should ask you about the baby gender reveal. Oh, well, that wasn't too, okay. Well, that one wasn't too bad. So <laughs> I was I thought it was going to go a different direction. Uh, so <laughs> I I played at Pebble Beach a couple of years ago, and we didn't know Tony what we were going to have a boy or a girl. And so on the seventh hole at Pebble Beach, the iconic seventh hole, yep. the little par three, hundred and five yards and stuff like that, I had one of those exploding golf balls. And so I hit the exploding golf ball, found out it was pink, and yada, yada, yada. I ended up having a little baby girl. So, that so was, you uh, did not know that the ball was no color? No clue. It was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, not the most manly thing I've ever done because then I jumped up like a little kid, but it was, uh, it was a moment I'll never forget. Did you least. birdie at least after that? Did you get to hit the second <laughs> shot? I mean, did, you, did you get a mulligan? 
I did par. I did exactly. <laughs> I did exactly par. So that was good enough for me. You know. Then I started thinking because I was pissed. I was like, then I went into the pro shop afterwards. I'm like, man, I was kind of hoping for a boy, and because I don't know how to dress a girl at all. But I will tell you this: being a being a dad of a girl is one of the coolest things I've ever been. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm blessed, and a lot of where I have uh, in my life right now is because of UTB. So um, I had no, nothing to do with it. You're the talent. I was just the uh, uh, facilitator, so to speak. Again. All right, you're right. You had nothing to do with it. Just like hair. You know what? In fact, Tony, you're not that good. Hair, you're always the much better person on the show anyway. Absolutely so. is. <laughs> hey, Harry was the sideline. no one t- ever. Harry did all those sideline games. for. He went to the Belk Bowl. He went to right. all those Temple University Bowl games year Damn after right. year after. He went through the Steve Adazio era. Yes, right? I did. Yes, he How did. How about that? <laughs> And his era might be ending already in Colorado State. I was going to say, that might have been a almost like a Mike Price, Alabama era type thing in Colorado State there right. for a while. Exactly. So you never know. <laughs> hey, Peter, always great to talk to you, man. I appreciate Any, the time, man. Anytime, boys. See there you. Peter Thanks, Burns, Pete. ladies and gentlemen. SEC Network action, yo. You know what I'm saying? Now, see, that's not a bad gender reveal. No. Hitting a golf No. Ball. Of course, I would have missed it uh, if, I, if I hadn't played in a while, Harry. <laughs> I would have brought the driver out for that baby. Yeah. And missed it. On a 105-yard <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wind, it was into the wind. Exactly. Right? We're coming back. Stick around for the big finale, Harry. We'll get you caught up on everything going on. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. The Tony Bruno Show. Our good friend Adam Schefter, zooming with us, Harry. Adam, now what about the first couple of games of the regular season? I mean, with no preseason games, they're not even allowed to scrimmage with other teams. How ugly will the first couple of games of the regular season become? (laughs) I think the brand of football that you're used to seeing will be a notch below what we've seen in other years. I think it usually opens the season that way, but what are you going to do? We all love the sport so much that it's, believe me, it's okay. But I think this year it could be the product even more diminished than it's been in previous opening years but again what i would say to that is that's the time we're living in and as long as we have the games they can play whatever diminished product they want i don't really care listen i just hope we have football for the season you know we'll be happy to see a diversion a form of entertainment on sundays and mondays and thursdays and by the way if there's no college football who knows maybe fridays and saturdays too Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information when life is in chaos your home is your safe haven it's your most important asset but do you own it don't be so sure imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out it happened to deborah and it's happening everywhere it's called home title theft and the fbi calls it one of the fastest growing crimes it's why i urge you to get home title lock 
Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. 2-1 hockey game, your Washington Capitals lead. After two periods. Got some golf action on, Harry, down at the Wyndham. Yeah, it's just a charity thing. I know. Who's playing in there? Uh, the clear looks like being Brandon used Grace, then. Charles Schwartzel, Pat Perez, and I can't love Pat Perez. Can't uh, picture the fourth guy. Is Briny Baird out there at no, all? No, that's not Briny. We also got some daytime MLB, and we were just praising the Colorado Rockies, but they're getting spanked right now, eleven five, by your Arizona Diamondbacks. Is that right? Yeah, at home. Wow. Too. 12-5 now. Jeez. Yeah, there's been a lot of high Did you take the games. over? I know. There is no pitching. There really is. <laughs> it's like batting practice. Have there been any, like, one nothing, 2 nothing games in baseball? 2 well, there's not a lot of quality starts. No, no right. Guys. But, um, I mean, the Phillies had one with Nola yeah. going early, well, and yeah, then they exactly. pulled him out. Yep. And the only time the Yankees get one is if Cole pitches. It's like their right. ace, but there's no – nobody's really been like, uh, like, wow, he was a number three, but he's pitching fantastic. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right, we have a one update we have to get to that. Uh, it's a sex update. So yeah, Robin, yeah, I yeah. Mean, whenever there's a sex update, Robin always does it because she finds these stories. It's almost like the obligatory sex update. Yes. I know. Yeah. It's not like I tell Robin. Hey, well, Robin. I haven't had one for a while, to be right. fair. Uh, so it's not like I say to Robin, Robin, find, find a sex one. update. No, they find me. <laughs> exactly. That's right. how it works. So uh, this is an article from the Chive. Uh, dot com, which technically is a total uh, product pimping page but they have some it's misconceptions about sex and i want to see if you guys agree or disagree on these items now there is a misconception that men should or will last as long as women do in the bedroom is that do you agree or disagree of course Uh, men don't that that it's a misconception yes or that they want you to last as well, long. Well, of as course it. they want you to. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. But but do men last as long as women? No. Uh, generally, probably no. No. You are correct. In fact, average uh, on average, guys last about five minutes, while women clock in around eighteen. Mm. Yeah, but I could come back again and again and again and again and again. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So to speak. Your refractory <laughs> period is very small. You can give me an hour, a little nap, a right. ham sandwich. Now I'm good to go again. Here is another uh, misconception. Wait a is minute. It, what it is is what it is. Exactly, Joe. Um, 
Is it easy to get intimate in water? No, it's uh, not. No. No, it's not. No. Um, well, it can be challenging, but it is possible if it's you possible. have. Well, I didn't, you yeah, didn't yeah, say yeah. whether it was possible. But you said, is it easy? Yeah, okay. All right. It so, may look easy, but it's hard. There is water-resistant lube out there for you guys oh, that uh, if you if you I, are in water. I know that. that. Okay. Uh, there, the statement, men are always ready to have sex. True or false? Uh, I'm going to say true. Uh, Speaking from experience. Sort of. <laughs> it depends on what mood, if I have a headache or not. That's Jason Kokrak. Apparently, this is false. It says mm. that men, just like women, have both health issues, mental blocks, stress especially, that can cause them to have no interest. Mm. Exactly. Um, or if there's a good game on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why I like, uh, that's why I like chicks that love hockey. Yeah. Because then you know you can both watch the game at the same time. You get in the most favorite position of all, the next, doggy style. Next, see, let's see how you're saying. Every woman has a G-spot. They yes. do, but it's hard to find. But some don't work, or you they can't find it. Goodness gracious! But it's there. Now, this is not true because there is the. It sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Well, yeah, but, there, but, but like, it's there. But if it's not working, then they don't have the spot. Oh, they got the spot. It's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> needs a <Spots>. jump. <laughs> yeah. Needs a jump. Exactly. Yeah. No, some some it just is it, they they are uh, aroused in different areas. Mm. Um, this is really I haven't had this ex- sex ball. Right? I have yeah, not had yeah. this experience yeah. yet. But okay. Cheapers. These are the dumbest questions ever. Hey, well, ask the chive. What the hell's com. a chive? I don't even use chives except in the in a baked potato. It's the only time you use chives, Harry. Right? Or exactly. Baked potato. Right. And then you don't even need the chives. But if the chives are there, you're going to throw a sprinkle a couple. Bam! I like the onion better than the chive. No, I don't like the onion. You don't I like, like the, the chive in there. You got, you know, you put the got to put a pound of the whole container of sour cream in there. Mm-hmm. Butter, sour cream, and some chives. And some bacon bits. And bacon bits. Yeah. Bam! Throw that baby right in there. All right, we got no about a minute. Walt says, Robin, burn that damn yeah, sex that was that was not a good one. <laughs> Besides, Jesus. I think I think it would have been better earlier on in the show rather than at the end where everybody's yeah. just like, okay, down. yeah, we're winding down. Right. There's not as much energy Talk in the room. Talk about a buzzkill. Yeah. I'm thinking good <laughs> sex talk here at I'm, the end of a, of a Wednesday. I'm huh? getting ready for a good third period of right hockey. <laughs> we're See, there, there you go. Hockey, more interesting right now right. than sex talk. Two hours away from the drop of the puck in the Flyers uh, Canadian series. Hey. Are you feeling yeah, no. good? Yeah, no. I'm a little not. I'm not. I'm not going crazy can't like that. Can't guys. I'm no, not sleeping can't. on the Canadians. They got to get. They got to get a power play going. Perry I know they've Price. survived without the power play so far, but you better be able to take advantage of the situ blankenations out there, Harry. You got to when you have a man advantage in the playoffs mm-hmm. in a best of seven. You better get the puck in the ba- biscuit in the basket. Exactly. Darth Swayze says, "I'm now flaccid." Thanks, Robin. <laughs> what up? Flaccid. You're welcome. Lake Flaccid. We were talking about that earlier with Ed Hospital. We want to thank him for coming on. The great Peter Burns and all the people who checked in today. Be careful out there, right? Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't forget Big Thursday extravaganza tomorrow. And we will see you. God bless America. It's still the greatest place on earth. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.